Shit Show. I am Turchin. With me is my co-host, the CEO, the man that loves Kiss. It's Kieran. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing excellent, and it's um, great to have been able to see Kiss live in Melbourne, but more importantly, Dead City Ruins. Amazing. Which our good friend Nick Trejanosk, I don't know, the guy pronounced it. He's <laughs> Differently to what we usually <laughs> call what we say. Um, opened for Kiss on Saturday night. What a, what an amazing experience to see our great friend Nick Trejanovsky, who's been on the podcast a couple of times yeah. now for a back. I think the episode is the episode I complained. I still about think they do a better job at the SB. Uh, uh, sorry, at the Northcote Social Club. But well done. No, 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 no. In all jokes aside, Rod Laver Arena. I know. Uh, can you believe I our friend played at Rod Laver <laughs> fucking arena? Um, I couldn't get over the tickets we had as well. How close we were. It was amazing. It was fucking amazing. It was amazing. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, an experience that we'll probably never have again. Mm-hmm. Because uh, we're getting some clicking here. Let me, we're getting some clicking here, which is very annoying. I'm going to pause the recording because I want to get rid of that clicking. Give me a sec. And we're back and we've got no clicking, which is excellent. But it was amazing to see our friend play with, like, like come out, absolutely kill it, and then Kiss come out mm-hmm. with, like, with all the energy that Dead City Ruins bought, was able just to maintain uh-huh. the rest of the night. Yeah. But Dead City Ruins, absolutely, like, when you see bands and they warm up, the, like, they're the warm-up act, yeah. and you don't really warm up anything, Dead the City only, Ruins the, warmed the, it the, up. The only other band that I could actually say, uh, last time I saw Kiss, Motley Crue yeah. opened. Yeah. And that was fucking impressive. Yeah. And Dead City Ruins was just as fucking impressive. I think even more yeah. impressive. But that's just one guy's opinion. So that's where we were last week. We were too busy getting ready for that show to, to do an episode. So we're very sorry. Three years in the waiting. Three years making in the waiting. To, to, to get to that to show. That. Um, Absolutely. Now we were, I, I was with a, a couple of people. We were a little bit late. We... Look, you got there as soon as Dead City Ruins started. That's the important part. We did. We were on track to be well ahead of time. Yep. Right? Even allowing... Because Jess goes after the concert. She goes, oh, fuck. They're probably probably taking a shit. (laughs) They're probably getting beers. They'll probably walk in with hot dogs. No, Jess and I both (laughs) wore our Dead City Ruins t-shirts to the show. Very exciting. And we were driving to, or getting to the gig. And I, I lean over to Jess and I go, I bet you Kieran's going to walk in and he's gone to the merch stand and bought a Kiss t-shirt instead of a Dead City <laughs> fucking Ruins one. And, you know, just like the, just like the, uh, seeing the ice hockey. He's like, why did you buy that shirt? You could have bought the one that we're all supporting. But uh, you decided, but you didn't, you didn't. You bought beers instead. No, no, we had beers. We, we got there, um... Couldn't find you because you're so fucking short. Well, you know, it's not my problem. Um, <laughs> like, you're so fucking short. No, what what I felt, Tesh, I always like to feel a little bit more privileged, white privilege, male privilege. Well, we, we've discussed, we did the privilege test, remember? You had like 10 out of 10, I had zero. Yeah, yeah. Always <laughs> Mainly because my always parents like, are born overseas. Always like to feel privileged. And having basically. General admission one, which meant we could be right at the front of the stage. That's amazing. I got a couple of beers. Yeah. Uh, while when Kiss was playing, and I had to walk like past everyone, and just how far like you had to walk. It was a, it was all the up in the, like in the general admission, and then just being at like right at the back when I like got the beers, I was like, God, these guys are having such a shit time back here. Rod Laver Arena for anyone who hasn't been there before is a tennis court. Yeah, and it's the one that they play the Australian Open on. 
Mm. And so we were, you had to walk from one side of Rod Laver, like the court, to the other side to see the front of the stage. And that's where we were. So when you talk about people at the back, not only people were in the seating yeah. there, they were also at the back, like, of that the standing the section, standing section of the court of the court yeah. to see Kiss. And we were at the front, like, I would say about seven people deep. Yeah. Like, we weren't even that far back from the stage. I, I Because we, I'm we a tall person, see... but no one was in my way. No. I had, like, direct view. Even I had direct yeah. view. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And we saw Paul Stanley fly over top. We saw mm-hmm. Tommy, the guitarist, play. Like, he was right there the whole show. It was an amazing, amazing experience. Dead City Ruins. I was right in dead smack in the middle for that. Because I'm like, no, nah, I want to be there. Fuck and yeah. I was, again, like, only five or six people deep. What an experience. What a bloody experience. But Kieran, I've got a bit of a rant. Excellent. Today, today we're going to talk about one thing and one thing only. <laughs> that is a certain podcast and a podcaster. And I think it's going to be our enemy from now on. Because okay. I think we could both say we hate her more than any person we've ever reviewed podcast-wise. But here we go. Uh, I'm going to rant about... I've got a wedding to go to. It's a Friday wedding. We've talked about Friday weddings before. But I'm going to talk about... Uh, you're going to buy people gifts and usually it's weddings. You just give them cash. All good. Friday weddings. I don't mind the Friday wedding. It's a bit frustrating. It's just you didn't know that it was a Friday wedding till like yesterday. Oh, uh, I, I knew sort of a week in advance. But Which yeah, is very annoying. poor organisation on your behalf. Well, You're a very organised person usually too. Usually weddings are usually Saturdays. Yeah. And I just automatically assume it's a Saturday. And then my, Jess goes to me, no, your, your brother's birthday at this pub is on a Saturday. And I'm like, well, when's his wedding? And Jessica wants a Friday. Night. So I took the half the day off. It's all mm-hmm. good. I'm going to get my beard done. All that. But the annoying thing is you got to buy them a gift and that's fine. Usually it's just cash with weddings. When you get married, I'm just going to give you cash Excellent. as well. It's very easy. You know, put it towards, I don't know, your Botox or whatever you get. Yeah, beautiful. Now, uh, make sure you keep a record of what I gave you. And return that to me with inflation. With, with inflation. inflation. So you're the only person that's going to say that. Uh, but according to the IRS, inflation uh-huh. doesn't exist. Oh, well. So yeah. I, I have to go by what the tax man says. You know, they can hold my money and not give me... When I when I get the tax back, I don't get inflation on the money mm-hmm. that they held on for me. No, you should. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, but the most annoying thing, which I feel like, you know, when you go, okay, I, when we, when I was younger, my family transitioned from, you have to buy everybody a gift, like the adults would buy everyone a gift to, no, no, we're going to do KK and it's a $50 limit. This was back like 15 years ago. It's 50 bucks actually could buy something. Yeah. 50 bucks was quite, Hey, 2002, 2003, I went to the snow with my sister. Yeah. My dad gave us $100. Yeah, it would have bought everything. Yeah. Yeah. So $50 was the gift limit. Because usually you buy everyone like a $15, $20 gift. You only have to buy one person a $50 gift. Mm-hmm. Fucking amazing. And the uncle I no longer talk to went, does that include the costs of the wrapping paper? Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> He goes, oh, but that's that means I could. I'm spend- starting to understand why you don't talk to this uncle. And he goes, yeah. oh, but that means I could spend if I spend fifty dollars a gift and two dollars on the wrapping paper, that means it's more than a fifty dollar gift. And everyone's like, no, that's just no, that's really ridiculous. You you were go- yeah, going to have wrapping paper because it's Christmas. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Actually, that's what I want to rant about. 
the wrapping paper is now when you buy the rolls. This you used to be able to buy because I had a birthday I went yeah, to on, yeah. the, on the weekend. You used to be able to buy like birthday wrapping paper that could fucking last you like five years. Yeah. Now now, now it, it doesn't even two gifts. Yeah. And what is this? Well, let's go to that. Let's go one step further. I think the biggest rot in the whole industry is the gift card or the card you give with the gift. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, now, I want you to know for your wedding, I got you like a 6 to $10 card. This is what I'm saying. I think that's, that's out. Okay, let's have a think about what it is. How much is a ream? A ream of paper. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like $2? Let's even say... Ever say ten bucks for yeah. a rebate? Five hundred sheets, yeah. pure white, non-recyclable, mm. non-recycled paper, beautiful, fresh, clean. Okay, so you're telling me to write, a, get a little bit of a design, which you can get on Fiverr for about ten bucks. Yeah. Write a message as uh-huh. well. Again, Fiverr, ten yeah. bucks yeah. to write a message, and then you've already got the your your hallmark. You have the printing press, uh-huh. so that's already been depreciated enough. Yeah. It doesn't cost you anything to ship because it's literally a card. Mm-hmm. Especially in warehouse boxes. You're not shifting much. All that sort of stuff. And now that piece of paper, which probably costs less than a cent with all the manufacturing, maybe cost you cost you 10 cents to make. And now you're selling for 10 fucking dollars with the envelope. Why aren't I in this business, number <laughs> one? I would undercut. I would say it's exactly the same. You can't really get a copyright design on a card design, can you? Well, Tesh, this is why your beautiful wife went to the $2 shop. Yes, yes. To get a $2 card. Good. Because, for the wedding that you're going to. this is the thing as well. No matter how much you spend on the card, mm-hmm. they're just going to go, thank you very much, take out the cash and put the card to a side. I hope you read my message on whatever I, I wrote. I read all the messages. On whatever I wrote for your wedding. I read all the I messages. Because rem- I don't remember what I wrote, but I remember asking Nylon Blaine, is this appropriate? Is this hilarious? Can I write this? You can write whatever you want. But that's the, yeah, it's, it's like, ha ha ha, great card. Thanks for the cash. <laughs> and I think if I was to do it all over again, mm-hmm. I would just go like, here is my BSB and account number. Yeah. Do not buy me a card. Uh-huh. Save yourself the effort. Transfer it on the day. Uh, you know what? Next time, I'm going to get you a gift transfer and I'm going to send you the $2 for the $2 gift shop See? card. See? There See? you go. You know what? Save it for yourself. Put it put it in your Vanguard account, <laughs> pay your fees and you'll be safe. I can't believe the cost of Hallmark cards just in general. Mm. Ridiculous. Barry, is that your rant? That's my rant. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay, yeah, good. Wasn't sure if we got sidetracked onto Hallmark cards accidentally. Well, that's, that's, that's exactly what I wanted to read. Like, I don't mind the Friday weddings. It's all good. There's going to be an open bar, so I'm pretty sad. Mm-hmm. Fucking hell, I'm going to spend... I, I, I give them already a gift, and then some people are spending $10, $15 on cards. Who the fuck spends $15 on cards? I'm pretty sure card? my auntie bought me like a $10, $15 card. <sighs> and I'm like, I know you love me, and I know you got boomer money, but fucking hell... Like give it to fifteen dollar cards. Give, give it to your kids. Like, remember you used to be able to buy a pack of cards, like birthday cards, yeah, when you were a kid, yeah. and it was like three dollars. You like ten cards, yeah. And you used to like like birth kids' birthdays. You just pull out the next one. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, oh, that same pack is like twenty bucks. And you're like, oh god. We need to go back to being a kid and making the cards out of that ream 
paper. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to read my paper. I'm going to be just making cards from now on. That's going to be my thing. That's it. I don't want you to buy me a card ever again, I, Church. I'm okay. I want, uh, you, uh, I want a, your well, drawing. Wait, wait, wait a second. I want, I want you to fold that paper and draw on you it. You are a man. Uh-huh. I don't buy cards for men. <laughs> Good. I only buy cards for christenings and weddings. And even then, it's it's too much. I, I, I got, it was my brother's birthday. Mm-hmm. I had leftover wrapping paper yeah. that said, you're awesome on it. I mm-hmm. didn't even know where it was from. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, this is just enough to pack him up a guitar pedal that I bought him. Excellent. I wrapped it up and then uh, I dropped it off at his house. And I called him to say, hey, take your house. Sorry, I didn't write a card. And he goes, no, that's okay. And then I picked him up for band rehearsal for Norden Prost that's playing at the Palling Brothers Brewery in Heathcote on October 22nd for the Oktoberfest show. Come along, very exciting guys. Excellent, yeah. Uh, I go to, oh, sorry, I forgot to give you a 9-volt battery to power the thing. And he goes, that's okay, I have a 9-volt at home. Oh, if I don't, I'm going to nick one from work. I'm like, see, everything works. <laughs> perfect. Perfect perfect world. Men discussing gifts. I got you a beautiful. I'll take it from here. <laughs> you know, don't need a card. I know you knew it was my birthday. You bought me a I'll gift. Just take the, I'll take the 9 volt out of whatever fucking remote I have. <laughs> That's, and- right. <laughs> That's right. I'm not really using this. This is a better use. I even like my, my brother and I go, it was Father's Day next weekend. Yeah. And my brother goes, oh, just to let you know, I've already bought dad a gift. Mm-hmm. And I go, well, I'm just going to buy him a dad a bottle of booze. He goes, well, don't buy him gin because I've already bought him a gin. I go, beautiful. This, this is a beautiful communication. That is wonderful. Of, you know, I'm like, great. I can buy my dad a $60, $70 bottle of whiskey. Uh-huh. And we and then when we go there for... And you'll drink it. And Father's Day, we open up the gin. We open up the whiskey. We have a great night. It's fucking beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. Church, very exciting um, that you know how your family operates. Well, well, me and my brother and my dad have this communication of we're cheap fucks. Uh (laughs) See, I don't even rap now. I just turn up with the bottle. And yeah. say happy whatever to dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't wrap the bottle for dad. Uh, no, Just like is... you have to put it in a bag. No, why? He's going to take the bag out and he's going to give me another bottle in the same bag at my at my birthday. Yeah, there, there, there is no. I, I yeah, I don't get, I don't, I don't wrap up the alcohol. No, that's right. Not necessary. You got a rant? Well, this is um, this is this is sort of. Christmas was getting too much. Jeez, we're not early in <laughs> August. <laughs> Christmas was getting too much. Yeah. I had cracked it. Yeah. I believe Christmas should be a it's for kids. slow, easy day. I don't have to work. I don't have to be anywhere. This is for kids. I don't want yeah. the stress of Christmas. Yeah. So my brother and my sister, we've had a conference and grandparents, aunties, nieces are now excluded from our Christmas. Beautiful. I'm looking forward to it this year. And the nieces and nephews are only getting, they're not getting a gift from from everyone. We're, as adults, we're doing them a Kris Kringle. Yeah, right. So they have to savour that one big that gift. That one big gift. Yeah. yeah. That's better though. Rather than getting all these gifts. Yeah. So I like it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I was in their position, I would probably hate it. Yeah, but I remember when you make the transition from getting a gift from everybody to no gift. Yeah. 
or you're part of the Chris Kringle. Uh-huh. And you're like, actually, this Chris Kringle thing, especially when you're 18, so you're like, oh, I know what to buy the 18-year-old. It's the same gift you buy a 30-year-old man and a 45-year-old man and a mm-hmm. 50-year-old man and a 60-year-old man. Bowl of boots. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, great, yes, someone's buying me a $50 bowl of boots. I would never buy a $50 bowl of boots <laughs> when I'm 18. <laughs> And so you savor it, and then you get to 30, like, ah, oh, spy me another bottle of monkey shoulder. <laughs> I know. It's like, I'm just my mixing whiskey. It's great. I love that. I love that when you get it, you're a bit older than 25 and you're sort of starting to go, like, oh, I've got money now, and I can actually <laughs> spend more money on these boozes that I didn't actually know existed. You really, <laughs> then you realize that hangovers can be okay. Mm. You go, when you're 25, you got a bit of cash, and you go, oh, my hangover wasn't that bad because I didn't drink preservatives yeah yeah <laughs> i spent 11 dollars on a glass of whiskey instead of eight <laughs> and i drank just as much and only cost me you know ten dollars more you know or you know twenty dollars more and i still feel great the next day this is yeah chris kringle is a good thing i'm gonna say that is a solution to a problem that we had yeah you know, I think boomers should have to buy gift for everyone, though. I think so. Because I think they really fucked everybody over. Because they've got that boomer money. <laughs> it's got that boomer money. Oh, oh speaking of... I got more rant? Uh, I've got some articles. Oh, I've got some articles, too. Speaking of boomer money, uh, Biden yeah. has the boomer of all the monies. And he's decided that, you know what's going to really help everyone in America with inflation? <laughs> what is it? To give... Uh, like four to five billion dollars to the IRS to hire ninety five thousand additional IRS officers to go after people who have committed tax fraud that are in the middle and lower class, <laughs> and to what give, are they going to get back like five bucks and to give <laughs> and to give those IRS people firearms to raid houses. This is real. Well, look at this shit. Look at this what? shit. Yeah, look at this. Are they talking about drugs? The, with the IRS hiring more agents, here's the agent they may target for audits. Let me go to this article here. Uh, IRS hiring agents must carry guns, use deadly force using dangerous assignments. So if these ones here, um, you know this, they uh, the position's duties are remain honest and integri- uh, integrity, work 50 hours a week, including irregular hours, be 24-7, including holidays, public holidays, physical readiness, and carry a gun to use deadly force. The IRS is offering a salary of 50 k to $89,000 for these positions uh, in the bill, which is going to fund, sorry, not 3 to $4 billion, $80 billion in additional funding for the IRS. Wow. So these are IRS agents with IRS, guns. Yeah, with guns. So by hiring eighty for seven thousand new employees, that doubles the service. It doubles how many people they currently have, uh-huh. and it makes it the larger than the Pentagon, State Department, FBI, and Border tr- c- Control combined. Wow! So these these people <laughs> are basically going to take bribes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Um. Yeah. So and they're going after like lower to middle income people who are trying to get away with a little bit of taxing. Like that was, remember, I don't know if you remember, I brought it in the podcast or at least talked about it. Now, in now America, be, be honest, Turch, you just did your tax return. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that you've claimed 
some things that you weren't supposed to. I've got all the receipts, buddy boy. You've I'm come sure, to fucking get me. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. You know, there's a there's an extra coffee or something. I yeah. got all the receipts. Oh, good on you. Well that's done. right. That's yeah. how I. That's how I roll. <laughs> um, yeah, they're going. Uh, Ames. Uh, yeah, they're, they're aiming to sort of move closer to the White House vote. Uh, IRS more enforcement. They're absolutely not increasing the scrutiny on small business or middle-income Americans. Then why do you have to have twice as many people? Because if you're having twice, you, you, if you're doubling the amount of staff that you have, you are definitely going after the little people at this point. See, if they said they were getting more lawyers, I'd be like, ah, maybe, maybe they're going for the, the top end. Ho- the top yeah, end of Because town. they're not going to send in for dangerous assignments into, you know, Bill Gates's house. <laughs> that, ready to fire. No, they're going into people who have maybe have a little side business and they're making a little bit of income on... Or drugs. Or drugs. You know, they, but, they, okay, sh- but they should just the, tax drugs. the whole purpose of the FBI... Like, the FBI... Like, the IRS told the FBI about Al Capone and said, hey, he's not paying tax. And the FBI went in because the FBI are specially trained agents to catch people and to arrest them. The IRS are a bunch of law- lawyers and, <laughs> and accountants. And, and accountants, yeah. Well, I, I went, now we're giving... That would be like we're me. giving We're giving nerds guns. Yeah, we're giving yeah. nerds guns. Guys like me, less buff, less fit, less attractive <laughs> than me. Go, okay, now you've got to go fight this drug no dealer. No offence, Turch. Yeah. I wouldn't trust you with a gun. Why not? I just... I just. I wouldn't trust a woman with a gun. <laughs> with me? I don't know. You're, you're, you're so short that, you know, <laughs> if you've accidentally fired it, it's probably going to hit my penis. Well, you're not using it anyway. <laughs> uh, but they're hiring... How many, that, that's a lot of people. Uh-huh. 87,000 people is like how many government workers are in the state of Victoria? I feel like a lot of these people, because, you know, it's the government, mm-hmm. they're basically just going to have a lot more paper and they're going to just tick boxes yeah. and give it to another person. But if you... Because now you're going to fund the guns mm-hmm. and now you're going to fund the training of that. And it, this is going to be... This is like the NSA... Where they just like like border patrol at the like at the It's giving people jobs. These low income people are still gonna be low income people. It's but it, they've created no, more jobs, Turch. But they're funding their own job by <laughs> by by scrutinizing the poorest of the poor. You know what the solution is? More jails. No, this oh, they're definitely <laughs> fucking not. You, do you really want to cure inflation? More privately funded jails, Turch. You know That's what? what America needs. Do you know? Joe Biden is trying to go off and close down the privately funded well, jails. Well, he just did today. He's going to uh, cancel student loans. He's going to take student loans and give it to the government to pay off. And I'm like, no wonder he needs fucking They've been talking about that for the last 30 years. That's never going to happen. They're oh, not going to cancel the I, student loans. I guarantee it'll happen in Biden's presidency. Nah. For sure. Nah. Midterm elections are up soon. New Congress ain't happening. Oh. Sorry, what were you saying before? Uh... Oh, uh, 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 here we go. Here you go. U.S. President Joe Biden's student loan forgiveness plan cut up more than forty million. It's nine hours ago. Here we go. Right there, ABC News. This is real. President it, Joe Biden's bucket- student loan yeah. forgiveness plans could could could. Announcement that could reduce the loan for more than forty billion. Uh, uh, yeah, 
but politically divisive and run up to the midterms. Uh, many denounced the plan as an insult of those who repaid their debt. The fulfilling the campaign promise and raising 10 grand in federal student loans for those with incomes below 125k. So if you got if you earn less than 125k US, which is a lot of money, that's as soon as you hit about 125k US, you're in the top one percent. Yeah, oh, you're in the top one percent if you're in over like 30,000k in the US. Well, 30,000k is a lot of money. It's 30 million in the world. 30,000. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm the numbers man here. <laughs> 30,000. 30,000 dollars. Yeah, but can you can you imagine? I was like. What a kick in the face to everybody who's paid off their hex debt. Here, here. Oh, ridiculous. So I'm telling you now, it'll happen. Well, I just hope the Australian government forgives my hex debt. Oh, they should give it all back to me. I just paid mine off. <laughs> now is the time. Now that you've paid yours off, <laughs> now is the time. I'm going to get into politics, Turch. Yeah, well, you can pay my. they can pay my mortgage. How's that? They can pay my mortgage for two years. Okay. No. no. <laughs> Why? What's the difference? <laughs> The difference is, Turch, you're not in politics. This is, a, this is you know... Um, fair enough. Got an article here. Yeah. Absolutely devastating. Yeah. Woman sues psychiatrist over gender transition. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. It's the psychologist's fault all along. We knew it. The psychiatrist, yeah. The psychiatrist's fault. We knew it all along. Uh, they, they got the SSRIs fucked up. Uh-huh. They did the dementia study, Alzheimer's study they fucked up. And now they're turning people trans. You know what? Scientology was right all along. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> what did Scientology say? For Scientologists hate psychi- psychiatry. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. I'm, I'm, on the, I'm on their black book. That's yeah. right. Um, no, no, this is, it's, it's, it's coming. There are, there are, um, this person. So this person transitioned, obviously. Yeah. Um, she saw the psychiatrist. Yeah. Uh, who basically said, uh, so it's, it seemed likely that she had true gender dysphoria, but she was very young and clearly needed thorough psychiatric work before embarking on hormone treatment. This person uh, went through for, you know, the hormone treatment, had the breast surgery, yeah. had her um, uh, uh, uterus. Oh, really? Cut. So, like, she, she, so yep. you t- turn the innies to outies. Yeah. Push the breasts in, put the dick out. Yep. Um, and now, 10 years later, she wants to go back to being a man. What is this? Like, is this, is this uh, Mr. Garrison from South Park? So she's a woman. She transitioned to a man. She wants to go back to being a woman and is now suing the psychiatrist. If this is a press, a pr- set of this is happening in Australia. If this sets as a press, Victoria. I didn't realize we had such a we had a big population like this. But if this sets a precedent of yeah, you can sue the psychologist for doing like you know it was the psychologist's fault all along. Well, that's a that's just a really bad precedent. <laughs> Yeah, it does, doesn't it? That really ruins like your whole industry because that means you someone could die. Like someone could be a school shooter and go, "Well, we saw the psychologist." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, It's it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Um, I'm not a lawyer. Nevertheless, we're going to watch this one from a distance. Oh, I think so. I think we're going to keep an eye on that one. We're going to keep an eye on that one there. Uh, here's a good one for you. Just a headline. Um, I saw this headline that said that uh, 
Scotland cut down 14 million trees to build wind farms. <laughs> and then this is the art like when I typed in, like, a new site tires fossil fuel industry claims Scotland axed 14 million trees to make way for wind farms. Is that correct? And it's, yes, it did. Yeah. But that was over the space of 10 years, which sort of makes it worse. Uh-huh. But they also, in, in that time, also planted 225 million trees. But I'm like, yeah, but you still cut down. <laughs> that, the issue is that you've gone, well, we still need to cut down trees to do the wind farms. I think that's what people are angry about more than anything else. It's not the fact that... I don't know. I just, I'll just let the environmentalists fight that one. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, let, the, it's, let the environmentalists. It seems like it seems like a. It's like uh, you know, one two steps forward, one step back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at the same time, you know. There you go. You got some more news for us before we get into. Yeah, Uranus opens and closes daily to let out the planet's hot wind. Oh, study finds. Well, you know, <laughs> got to do something with your time, I guess. Uh, that's pretty funny. What does that mean about opened? It, it opens. Well, okay. Does Earth do the same? Um, Maybe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We've got that thing. Um, Hungary. Yeah. Country Hungary sacks weather chief after forecast forces fireworks cancellation. Oh, no. Uh, Minister Fires, head of National Meteorology Service, after storms is predicted would hit Budapest and actually missed the capital. <laughs> <laughs> I only found out recently when they say it's a twenty percent chance of rain. Yeah, that is twenty percent of is tw- uh, 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 in the area. Only twenty percent of it will get rain. Uh huh. Oh, like, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so, like all of Melbourne's a twenty percent chance of rain. Is there twenty percent of it will have rain, but not all of it? It's not like they go. Oh, this is like the big area. Yeah. Like Victoria, they go. Oh, twenty percent chance of rain. Yeah, because. Twenty percent of it will get will rain. Get rain. Doesn't mean your area has it's a twenty percent chance of yeah, rain. Yeah, right. That's interesting. That <laughs> really fucks you up, doesn't it? Like, wait, they lied to me the whole time. The way that they word it's very misleading. I just, you know, the bomb, the bomb radar. Yeah, I just watch that. That's all just sticking my head out the window. Yeah, pretty much. And going, oh fuck, it's right. Uh, hey, it looks alright. Never inappropriate weather, just inappropriate clothing. I guess so, you know. That's... <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Uh, here's one for you. We're talking about weddings. Bride's wedding invitation disaster directs guests to Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> so this woman, um, uh, you know, yeah, I forgot to put in... I, I forgot that I put this fun website in as a placeholder. So... <laughs> I was going to say, was there a QR code or something? No, no. So, yeah, she, so she made, like, on the design sort yeah. of thing. And then what couples sometimes like what our friends did yeah they put a website and that's how you rsvp uh-huh. i like the old school way but you know because i knew that wogs would not get the website uh-huh. at all and i didn't want to, have to build a website or anything like that but Plus yeah, you like following up people if they don't yeah RSVP. Right, right. yeah uh yeah so she put she put so she put as a fun little joke she put pornhub.com as the website and then just like yep ready for print <laughs> printed them out sent them out to everybody and there you go, you know, yeah, just uh, just log into Pornhub.com. <laughs> and, you know, there, there you and go. And in the comments, just say well, you're, you're coming. Yeah, pretty much. 
<laughs> yes. Uh, it took me a second there. Was very, very good. Um, there we go. Uh, here's some. Here's some. Uh, we're going to get to the woman bashing part of the show. <laughs> now we did have Jess here. We did have Jess to counteract Jess. the the male bravado <laughs> bashing that's yeah. about to go happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's okay. But she. But we she had, had some mic issues. Had some yeah, some cabling issues. Yeah. Uh, the movement of cables. Uh, there's stuff everywhere, but except here. Yeah. <laughs> there yeah. was enough cables. Something just didn't work. But that's okay. Here we go. Uh, women say that they peaked in high school are now sharing their picks for glow d- the glow down challenge. So do you know what a glow up is? It's when you're like mm. an ugly like high school student and then you're like 25 and you look good now. Yeah, you're amazing. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. what men do. They look really shit in high school and then they grow up because they do weights and they run and they get a job and they're like, oh, it actually looks like a really good looking guy. Women get... The older they get, the cuter they ain't. Just like kids, the older mm-hmm. they get, the cuter they ain't. And look at these things here. So this is her in high school. <laughs> this oh, is what wow. she looks oh, like that's... now. Oh, mm. look, at, look great, high school, this and that. There's not many years between them as well. I'll have a look at this one here. There you go. It's the same same pictures. Uh, yeah, uh, let's this one here. This one here. Um. Yeah, it's only like three or four years between the... Th- and that's basically the same, maybe a bit fatter and this and that. Look at this woman here comparatively. Like, she can't fit into those jeans anymore. Um, but why would you do this to yourself? <laughs> is the real question. It's like, you could probably set a challenge for anything. It's like penis growth challenge. Some guy <laughs> would just be like, oh, this is what I was and this is what I am now, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah look, look at that sort of thing. You know, here you go, age 13. Why would you post yourself at age 13 and compare yourself to the age 31? Yeah, but but not... if you're peaking in high school, right? Like, mm-hmm. Look at that. You're peaking peaking in high school. You've got to look back at your life and go, well, maybe my choices have not been the best choices. Maybe my choices during university or college weren't that great. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Oh, well, let's talk about another woman. All right. Uh, this is... This is uh, uh, lady, uh, an Australian woman named Abby Chatfield. She is, she became famous because she was runner up on The Bachelor season 412. <laughs> and she was notorious for being. That's where I know her from. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and she's notorious for being like extra uh, slutty on uh-huh. the show. Like yeah. she, she was uh, like. Was that her persona or the producer's persona? No, that's her persona, her persona now. Yeah. As you, as we listen to this yeah. podcast, so now she has some somehow managed a career in reality television, and is now one of the hosts of the project. No, uh, no, no. Uh, what's it called? The Masked Singer. The Masked Singer. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. she's actually an idiot. Uh-huh. So she's like twenty seven or twenty eight or something yeah. like that bit younger than us like a bit older than my brother which is a bit weird because my brother's 26 26 and he's yeah. like a normal dude and his partner's a normal like normalish woman <laughs> my they're, just normal-ish. Two, they're just two normal average people yeah they're yeah. normal compared to her who i feel like when they talk about this glow your brother up, and his girlfriend aren't gonna have a podcast no they're no they're they're just gonna you know buy their car buy their house yeah have a very normal life. A very life. normal sort of yeah. thing. So she is, um, <laughs> she is, she's, I, I don't consider her attractive at all. I think she's really plain looking. Yeah. You know, but she's done that. She's on the show now and she's, 
She's got her own podcast. She's got her own podcast. Everyone can have a podcast, yeah. but she's got one sponsored by like Heart FM or so, iHeart. iHeart or something, Which yeah. is a big podcasting yeah. in Australia. I think around the world it's a big podcasting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And her podcast is called It's A Lot. And I'm like, I have to listen to this show because I guarantee... It is a lot. It's it only went for 17 minutes, but it, it was, was a fucking lot. It was a lot, lot happening yeah. in there. And look, she apparently is... A spokesperson for women, like she's fight. Like, oh, let me read the description of the podcast itself. Join reality television queen entrepreneur. I couldn't find what businesses she owned as an entrepreneur, but that's me. And chronic oversharer Abby Chatfield each week as she tackles the deep stuff from abandonment issues <laughs> and mental health to important social discourse about feminism and politics. Plus, there's a reliable dose of sex tips, bad dating stories, and interviews with funny, clever, and wickedly cool people. Oh my god, that is the description of every podcast a woman has. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It's a catch-all. It's a catch-all. Now, like I said, she talks about feminism. She promotes feminism. Uh, She's been receiving uh, nasty DMs from boys about Andrew Tate, and apparently people have been like, Andrew Tate uh, would destroy you. <laughs> oh, uh, other things, Tate has said, uh, have you seen Andrew Tate? I've seen Andrew Tate, yeah. Ah, yeah. Do you remember Dick Masterson? Years ago, he was on uh, Dr. Phil, and he was like a male chauvinist, yeah. and he had like, the bald hair, the mustache, yeah. Glasses, yeah. and was like, oh, women just see us as ATMs and all this sort of stuff. That It was a joke. Uh-huh. That's what... Andrew Tate's doing as well. Just trying to get public media attention. You know what I mean? Um, but he said, like, uh, women belong in the home and they can't drive and women are man's property. Uh, this and that. And apparently, I'd love to say this guy, uh, uh, a lot of young men are confusing this stuff. You can't ignore it. Chatfield told she's had a really hard time with the Tate situation, giving her own presence online. I kind of exist in the realm of feminism calling out misogyny on my podcast and radio show. I've been asked about him. I feel like I want to ignore him. I want to suffocate him in the media, but the content, it's getting too big to ignore now. Uh, I'm getting DMs from one appears from early boys saying, I hope Andrew Tate destroys you. Uh, I also get comments calling me Abby Tate. <laughs> Which, it's like, okay, you're a public figure. You are obviously not built to be a public figure. We, we're going we're gonna to go through this in a moment, but uh, when she said she was like a feminist and she's against misogyny, Listening to her podcast, she, I was just like, "She's just a whore." <laughs> there is nothing, nothing that's well, like she's not protecting it. Well, no, she's not. <laughs> no, she's not. If, if you had to pick, a, a, I was a, like, she's not protecting feminism. Uh, oh, she's putting it back. Yeah, many, many all years. misogyny. Yeah, yeah. If she, if you was going to put back, if you were going to pick a woman to de- like show what is like a true feminist, I would be like, yeah, my, my my wife. Like she actually isn't like a proper business owner she's a strong woman she's you know all that sort of stuff she, she's a good role model abby's not a good role model there's a great clip i've got coming up uh-huh. about that uh-huh. sort of stuff. but here's another one uh, she's always in the news now because i'm pretty sure like they're pushing her because she's on channel 10 and apparently like she's had this disheveled photo of her apparently after she broke up with her boyfriend or boyfriend broke up with her and she's come out and saying no 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 i wasn't crying because i broke up with him um, I'm pretty angry about it. Of course, I have a paparazzi that look at me disheveled. 
when I was just crying about the lack of nominations, I felt like I wasn't being valued by the community of radio. Because she, because she didn't get a nomination for her podcast, which we're about to listen to, she started crying outside and got a, a terrible snap of her in the news. So, that's the level that we're at. Are you excited now, Kieran? <laughs> so, we listened to an episode of the show called It's A Lot. Uh, it was about it's called The Last Boy I Had Sex With and it had that uh, another person, uh, Alana Potter or something like that. Alana Potter or something like that. Here in, uh, we've got so many fucking clips. We're doing. I've got 25. You've got four. This is the most clips you've ever pulled on a show. <laughs> uh, I can just tell like you're excited. Oh, Kieran, fuck yeah. Do you, want, do you want to kick us off with something? All right. Um, I think it's my clip for number four. Oh, wait. Can we just, before that, can we just do something? Yeah. Here at Listener, we acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land <laughs> on which this podcast is being recorded today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We also pay our respects to their elders, past and present. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. I'm glad we did that. Now I feel much better. Anyway, um, what, what do you got for us? Number, I, I get really annoyed at these because, number one, she said we. And I'm like, isn't the show, I know there's probably iHeartRadio and all of that, but isn't it you? Like, shouldn't it be saying, "I respect"? Yeah. If yeah, if if that's if that's the the meaning. So I'm not on the wondery land or whatever it was over there. Yeah, like I res- Yeah, I get. I just- the in- be the individual. You're not speaking. You're not even the royal we. Yeah, I get really shitty with these because I, I think a lot of people just do them, not genuinely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's like part of the process. Like I know, I'm sure you're the same at your work because you're part of the government system. Yeah. You have to sort of say it. Yeah, but I say mine in my own way. Yeah, and it changes every time I bloody open my mouth and do it. Yeah, because you're actually paying respect. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit I don't different. do the standard same. Like here's the script. Yeah, that's what you were doing there. Anyway, Kieran, you got some clips. You said clip number four. I think it's right? clip number four. Okay, let's have a go. Yeah. Start by saying I think you are bloody. Un- oh, okay. I got the same clip. I got the same clip. So let's put let's put things in perspective for people. This show they got Alara Potter and uh, what the and that's the guest. Uh-huh. And what this episode is is they're talking about what their nightmare fuel is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And their nightmare fuel is just stories of things that have happened to them that make them like, oh my god, it's like a nightmare. And that's sort of the premise of these episodes. There's, uh, basically, most of these are these these type of episodes. And they start off with... I've got a few clips to start this off here. So here we go. Uh, this is the premise of the so show. The premise, yeah, yeah, let's Kill. get to that. Yeah. Um, so this morning, I was at the Gold Coast. I was at the Galilee. And I was just having breakfast and I saw Alera Potter. And I was like, hang on. That's so random. So you break here together. <laughs> and then Alera was like, do you have a nightmare fuel? And I was like, um... No? And you were like, great, I can't upstairs. Now we're recording. And here we are. And here we are at the gold. That's it. So here we go. And this one here. And I feel like Alira sort of has, Alira has a podcast too. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, fun. It's really good. Fill my cup. And the first ep is like, how do you know if you've orgasmed? Oh my God. So good with G-Spot. Okay. So her first episode of Alira's podcast is how do you know if you're orgasmed? Now, as a man, very easy. I understand how that works. (laughs) And as a woman, I don't. Is it weird that you have to be told 
had that when when have you had an orgasm when you would think like as a man i know exactly it, it, it yeah but as a woman i would also think you would know if you've had an orgasm or not but abby is the greatest interviewer you've ever heard <laughs> in your life here we go this is her interviewing skills because how do you know <laughs> and the answer to this is wild and uh, you know heard this Bitch, you know I fucking told you before. I squirt. <laughs> okay, the, the question was, how do you know as the... Uh, this is the royal you. The royal, yeah. And she and Alira's like, bitch, I squirt. <laughs> squirt. So it is It is like kind of like a existential question. Like, how do I know? I how mean, do I, know? I feel like G sort of explained it in a way where your body just knows when you've orgasmed. Because- well, that's it. That was the episode <laughs> of the podcast. You got a 25-minute podcast. Like, how do you know if you squirt? Well, your body just, just knows. Oh, perfect. Done. Next episode. Next. Next. Um, and then I've got this clip. It's called, Whose Show Actually Is This? Because it seems like they're off in the weeds already. And this clip is called, Whose Show Is This? But we're here. Um, it's very joyous. And you said you have nightmare fuel for me. So do you want to start? Oh, my God. I feel like I've got lots of nightmare fuels. But I feel Give like should one. we go to a listener? <laughs> no. Do you want to go to a listener? Yeah, do and one? then I, oh, I'm scared for my... So in my notes on my phone, <laughs> I had written something that was like clip four or whatever it was. Um, should a man be running this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> because... The the, the are like, uh, like they get together, they meet at breakfast. They're obviously already a bit tipsy, you know. And then they come up and do the show. It's like, okay, I've got nightmare fuel. Well, do you want to start it off? Not really. Let's go to a listener. And it's like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> and you could tell the uh, the caller that they get in of talk about their nightmare fuel, and we'll, we'll go through. I've got so uh-huh. many clips about that. If you got to clips, I've got clips jump in. there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, they the producer is another female. It's a female producer. The female producers actually, I really enjoyed the female producers. She's funnier than Abby yeah. and Alira, and you know, even the guy that was filming it. Apparently, the there's boat, a video aspect to the this boat. Like, what's a boat? Yeah, that's yeah, sorry, boat, boat shoe. Shoes. I didn't yeah. get any clips of the boat shoe because I'm like, this is this is really bad. But the female thing uh, doesn't is like, well, I'm not really ready yet to get the nightmare fuel. <laughs> like, I didn't realize I had to do that. So here we go. Uh, this is the caller who leaves the message. This is basically your clip here. Let's let's find out what this caller's nightmare fuel is. Hey, Abby. Um, I just want to start by saying I think you are... Bo- oh, wait a second. Um, so we've already talked about how uh, she's like fantastical mm. and this, that's how she describes herself. And we're like, no, she's basically a whore. She can't really do much. She's not an entrepreneur, this and that. Her podcast definitely doesn't talk about feminism and we'll double down on that later yeah, on. Yeah. But let's... And I have a feeling that these calls into the show are just people in the office that are reading a story. Because one, the quality of the audio is way too good. Uh-huh. Like if well, some if you're recording it on your phone, it's alright. Oh no, it wouldn't be this clear. Oh, would, okay. You yeah. know? And two, like they're not emailing it in, are they? I don't know. I don't know either. You know? Like oh, well, we've got we've had people sending clips and they record it on their phone and they send it to me. And I'm like, I, I clean them up, and they still sound like fucking shit around mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. But here we go. This is this is the this is the uh, first call. This is the only caller. Is this caller and Alira's 
um like a 17 minute podcast a 17 minute show yeah hey abby um i just want to start by saying i think you are bloody unreal the way you use your platform and voice to bring attention to such important issues like feminism and the importance of vaccines is just so so amazing and i admire you so freaking much so this this celebrity this celebrity in quotes um reality star is using her platform to talk about how good vaccines are bitch Shut the fuck up about, <laughs> shut the absolute fuck up about anything medical. <laughs> we talk about studies and we only go, yeah, this might be right. It's pretty funny. But she's got, she's, pr- this woman called in and said, I like you because you promote vaccines. Amazing. 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 Yeah, amazing. Okay. So what is her nightmare fuel? Um, what is her nightmare fuel? So this is my nightmare fuel, and it is regarding the discrepancy in dress codes between genders. Am I- discrepancy in dress codes. Uh, I think you're clip four. Do you want to go with the clip four? Uh, yeah, yeah, go clip four, yeah. Stop by saying, I think you are oh, bloody... No, no. Uh, ju- sorry, jump to clip five. Clip five. At uni. Isn't did, you, did you go to uni? uni? I did for a little bit, but I feel like uni is really fucking progressive. I don't have dress okay. codes at uni. I'm confused now. I got basically the same clip. <laughs> so this woman calls into the show. I, I think I'll let her talk about it uh, a little bit more here. My degree involves a lot of practical lab work. So I had a class in the chemistry lab on the first day. We- oh, okay. This, uh, so the, this is it. So she's got she's got her class in her lab. Yeah. And the lab, when you go into the science lab, the biology or chem- no chemistry lab, yeah, yeah, has a dress code because you're dress going, with, going with chemicals, so you have to wear a coat and shoes. Well, you have to wear and- closed-toed shoes, and you can't have like parts of your body. Yeah, you don't want things spilling on parts of That's your body. That's right. So she's going in to the orientation day. Yeah, she asks, emails her course coordinator. Do they need to be in full PPE? Yeah. And it's like, no, it's a bit of an orientation. Yeah, it's all right. It's Computers, all right. It's all good. So she thinks to herself, I'll wear jeans, yeah. but it's in Queensland. So it's really fucking hot. Yeah. So, so I'll wear a crop top. I'll wear a crop top. And I'm like, well, if you're going to go to the jeans, you might as well just go, like, it's just, <laughs> just wear the full top. Um, can I just say here, this is another reason why I think this this clip, this um, voicemail is either highly, highly edited or is someone in the office? I want you to listen to it again and hear that there's a, there's a changeover in the voice where you can hear some editing. Have a real close listen. My degree involves a lot of practical lab work. So I had a class in the chemistry lab on the first day, which I knew from experience. I pick all this sort of stuff up very easy, but you could really hear it there. You could hear it. Yeah, there's yeah. a bit of an edit there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they, they talk about wearing lab coats mm-hmm. because this woman's like, I wore lab coats. And here we go. That makes sense. Long coat. I'm mm-hmm. in year nine science. That's when I stopped. It's kind of hot. It's like a fantasy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck, maybe I'm just horny because of the beers. Same as if your beers were like. So Abby goes, oh. I have the exact same clip. <laughs> <laughs> like the edit, the start and finish is exactly the same. So they go, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. They go, oh, oh. It's like science in year nine. It's like, oh, that's fucking hot. Oh, so you, now this chick is now horny for year nine guys. Now, I knew lots of year nine guys. None of them were attractive. Run. Run. From year nine guys. Yep. Okay. So let's have a look. So th- I've got a clip here called, this is what this girl actually wore in the lab. It was like, I'm just going to wear jeans just in case. Like, I don't want to. 
to, uh, just to avoid any issues. Because it was so hot, I just wore a little, like, crop top with it so I didn't fucking die in the heat because I knew I was Okay. She's like, oh, I wore a crop but top. But I brought a lab coat just in case. Yeah, we wore a cro- uh, crop top. I'm like, what, does air conditioning not exist, like, uh, in a laboratory? Well, no, no, this uh, is Queensland. And this in is... Office buildings. Look, my okay. brother studied science mm. at a university. Mm. And uh, when I saw him for his birthday, I asked him, hey, does your university have air conditioning? And he's like, yes. And I go, even in the laboratory? He goes, absolutely. That's temperature control because we have to do something. So this woman was walking into an area that was air conditioned for not only her comfort, everyone's comfort, but for lab tests comfort. Ah, the lab tests. Yeah. So she didn't really need to wear the crop top. No, she would have been outside though. And, uh, you know. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna um a game here. Um, mm-hmm. it's good. How many women are talking? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I got this so clear. <laughs> All right, go for it. Okay. But I brought a lab coat just in case. For some reason, my crop top. Sorry, was an issue. BYO lab coat. Sorry, <laughs> aren't lab coats shared? So what is a BYO lab coat? Yeah. If you're serious about know? chemistry, I think then you need to get your own lab coat. <laughs> no. When we do our podcast, Kieran, I have a very distinct voice compared to you. And when we have guests in the studio, we usually they usually have a more distinct voice compared to us as well. So when you're when we're talking, you know it's who's talking. Yeah. That one there, I had to listen to like five times, just didn't realize who was actually talking about what. Because all like the caller, the uh the two people that are on the show, and even the producer who has a, an accent all sounded like it was the same person mm-hmm. at that point in time. It was amazing. I was just, immediately when I heard that, I was just going back to David Letterman when he introduced Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. And he played a clip of The View and it was just all the girls talking over the top <laughs> of each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I do have a super clip. Um, and uh, I call this, this is the super clip. This, this to me really describes the show to uh-huh, me more okay. than this super clip here. Here we go. And a three-minute post. And a three-minute post, yeah. yeah. And 
I listened back and I'm like, oh my god, it just sounds like I hadn't edited clips together. It just sounded like them talking throughout the whole show. And Abby seems to talk over her guests, the callers, the producers, everybody. Not only on her show, but when you watch um, Masked Singer, she does that as well on the show. And I'm like, she's not built for any kind of broadcast. She's not Sophie Monk, is what you're trying to say. Sophie Monk has some style, some class, some, uh, apart from her voice. <laughs> it sounds like Kath and Kim. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with Australian royalty. They're royalty because they look like how they sound. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie Monk does not look like how she sounds. Uh, uh, what have I got here? Um... Okay, so after all this sort of thing, her attire was um, was incorrect. Mm. But it wasn't the male lecturer or professor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Here we go. But, so we walk into the lab, we get seated, and this woman walks in to do the safety induction and run us through the paperwork and all that. She looks at me, and in front of everyone, keep in mind that this is a chemistry class and it's like 95% men, What's that got to do says, anything? that top isn't very appropriate for a chemistry lab. So a woman. You always notice how it's females against females. It's yeah, guys like okay, okay, crop top, that's great, good, good for you. Like no one gives a shit. Like like it's yeah, you notice how it's never. Um, Jim Jeffries has this great bit in his comedy show. Yeah, yeah. Is it Jim Jeffries or is it Bill Burr? Fuck, I can't. No, no, Bill Burr. Ooh. Bill Burr, who's going? Uh, no, it's not my fault no one's watching WNBA. Yeah, yeah, in the new special he does yeah, it, Red Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, okay, guys, it's go the feminists. Watch. It's the feminists guys that Guys, go watch sports. Yeah. Like, we're doing our bit for them. Like, NBA makes billions of dollars a year because we go out there, we buy the tickets, we watch the games, we buy this, we, we buy the shirts, we buy the basketballs, we do all that. The women, <laughs> we need to go watch the women play the sports. I completely agree. It's like the women are taking themselves down. They want all these stuff, but they're not willing to put their money where their mouth is. That's the important part. The guy in this said, you're fine. Yeah, it's like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, you're <laughs> fine. I really don't give a shit. Like, great. Next. Okay. But the problem is the nightmare fuel is the additional thing. Mm-hmm. It's the men in the class. It's 95% men. That's the annoying part. And she proceeds to say, no, well, I guess it's fine for today, but we have dress codes for a reason. Mind you, there are definitely men in the class wearing shorts, but apparently that was fucking fine. <laughs> that was fine. Yeah. Well, Once I, again, it was the woman yeah. who was telling the other woman off. Yeah. Yeah. No. Now, now, I talked to my brother again. Lots of lab work, this and that. And I go, hey, can you wear shorts in the lab? He goes, yeah. <laughs> Fine. Because you're not really doing any, like, unless you're working it, with it really... De- it depends what type of lab yeah, it is. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. And I, I'm sure introduction to chemistry is not going to... You know, if you were in a biochemical lab, like my brother worked with that sort of stuff, like developing types of stuff, like proteins to, to put Yeah, there's some labs on. where you've got to be in the full fucking suit. Yeah, he had to wear the hazmat suit. Hazmat suit, But yeah. he goes, like, first you're getting out of that. Fuck that. Like, nothing. They're not going to they're not gonna suit you up. So what is... Abby's- That's why they have the lab coat. So you walk, wear whatever the fuck you wear. Everyone puts on a lab coat. Yeah. And the lab coat goes down to your fucking ankles. <sighs> yes. Yeah. Or it goes at least to your knees. Yeah. Where the shorts are. <laughs> what is Abby's response? Abby's response. Let's have a listen. 
Classic. Classic. Oh, my God. Mm. I really want to see where this is going okay, right is now. That- I really want to see where this is going. That's the line. And then this is my favorite bit. Is there more? No, it's basically her saying <laughs> that even though she wasn't meant to go to, she wasn't. But she said to her course coordinator, whoever the fuck, it's fine. And he was like, it's fine. <laughs> uh, Abby's mind gets blown mm-hmm. after this. Sure, let's hear it. Wait, you went to a high school that didn't have a uniform. No Hang uniform. on, this is interesting. Yeah, no uniform. What do you mean? No uniform. No I've uniform. never heard of Did your school have a uniform? Every school has a uniform. No, we didn't have a uniform. So you wore, it was whatever it was, we wanted. Um, <laughs> this is that that should be called when a chipmunk <laughs> enters the room. Uh, this is the final word on the caller's topic. Well, dress codes are fucked. Yeah. I feel like a crop top mm. is a <laughs> dress codes are fucked. <laughs> no, not for a laboratory. No, top <laughs> is a whole different thing to a. Sh- um, you know, to a funeral you should not wear a crop top. You know what I mean? Like, dress clothes are there for a reason. Uh, to a wedding, you should not wear, wear a crop top. Crop That's top, right. Here yeah. we go. A crop top mm. is a whole different thing to a short. I never, at uni, no one ever had a go at me, really, because all I choose with a female being like, these men suck. Men suck in general. I agree. What did you do at uni? <laughs> Eight, do, how many things happened in that thing? <laughs> I can't keep up. There's too many different. Okay. <laughs> dress codes suck. <laughs> Men suck. No, we're not up to that yet. (laughs) We're up to a crop top is different to a short. (laughs) Okay. Men suck in general. Men suck. (laughs) What did you do at uni? (laughs) That was... (laughs) My brain can't can't think of anything that quick. (laughs) Like that's eight different things, and none of them are are, are, are valid there. Um, Kieran, you, I, I've got so many. I, I've been doing a lot of my clips. I think you probably got the same. I, I basically have the same. I feel like um, let's see whatever my clip nine or ten is. Oh yeah, let's look at number nine. So we walk into the lab. Uh, yeah, 10, all right, right, go ten. Yeah, I but was like public. at uni. I would always say get fucked. I probably would too. But I know I'm a loud mouth. We know, and I, but, no, but I, I'd be like, uh, get fucked. And I'd live stream on Instagram, and I'd say, how dare you? Ooh. Who's this? Who is this fucking Bryce next to me with a short on yeah, and a loafer? Him. First of all, ban the boat shoe. That's oh. my new my new campaign is hashtag ban the boat shoe. Ban the boat it's shoe. Done with Bryce wearing a boat shoe. Yeah. What's boat, boat shoe? Sorry, I'm not Australian. I want to understand what what boat oh. shoes are. Ma'am, hold on, I'm gonna text you a photo of. A boat shoe. Oh my god! I feel like it's such a Sydney thing, though. The boat shoes. It's a Brisbane thing as well. Oh. <laughs> I'm still stuck with who the fuck is Bryce? They said it, she said it's such a Bryce thing. I'm like, who's Bryce? I don't. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're talking about boat shoes in Brisbane and Sydney, and I'm like, I, I'm still stuck. I'm still stuck on. I I'm still stuck on the fact that shorts is both singular and plural. <laughs> She keeps calling them a short. <laughs> uh, uh, what do I have next? I know, you, got, you just got your clip. Yeah, go, go to the next one. Oh, here we go. So I was out one night and... <sighs> okay, so this is Alira's yeah. uh, Nightmare Fuel. And I've got all her parts of her story because every single part of it is just 
goals. <laughs> Here we go. So I was out one night and <sighs> you'll relate to this. Mm-hmm. Out one night, a boy comes up, Alira, Alira Potter. I was like, oh, Fuck, here we go. Here we fucking here we go. Fucking he's a go. fan that wants he's to fuck a, me yeah. so you can tell their friends Who, about it. He's a fan. And he's like, I know you. I know you through X, Y, Z. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, great. Are you Melbourne at this point? I was in Geelong. Geelong, right. Geelong, so you right. your friends. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, cool, whatever, whatever, okay. <laughs> Is it See, you? <laughs> I used to be like this and now. Uh, I, I, I got this one here. Uh, it's like, oh, I don't want to be, I don't, like, you know, I don't want to be in a, uh, People coming up to me. But Lyra also says this. Okay. All right, everyone. Lyra's not my fuel. Not my fuel. I have plenty because I'm the biggest hoe. And you date a lot and you <laughs> I fuck a fuck lot. lot. Yeah, like I I'm, I'm notorious for being a female fuckboy. Mm. Love it. Anyway. So so we got two. Co- we got the oh no, someone's coming up to me, and oh I'm a fuckboy. <laughs> you can't. You can't. You can't have both. You actually can't have. You can't complain about both of those things. You know. Uh, it, uh, the reason is she just can't fuck a random mm-hmm. anymore because she's famous. Yeah. Who? By the way, who See, is this? I Alira? used to be like this, and I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I I looked her up. She's got like twenty thousand followers on Instagram or something, which is okay. not many. Uh, but Abby can't fuck anyone because she's famous now. Yeah. See, I used to be like this, and now I have like social anxiety <laughs> from having some level of fame. Well, I so thought... I can't just fuck randoms, and it's so sad. But I thought. <laughs> Oh, it, I love it. Oh, amazing. Um, uh, I, I, I know as much as we're shitting all over this, I did actually enjoy... The story's amazing. This, like, I'm just it, like, it's so amazing. Every yeah. part about it, it's so... It, it reminded me of... What was that show? They only did two podcasts. Oh, uh, the twins one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember too, too, too real and too nice. Yeah. Yeah, and it they, does remind me of And they just that. came out banging. <laughs> Like, like, what was it? Would you fuck a man in prison or something no, no, like that? No, uh, would you stay loyal to a man in prison? prison. Like, no, I would even fuck my cousin. Yeah, that <laughs> one. Like, well, yeah. we're twins. So <laughs> who'd you fuck? <laughs> my cousin. Um, part one of Alira's story. So we get back to mine. For okay. Co- so she finds that guy. You got mm-hmm. you had the clip she, of that. She found the guy, yeah. And so he's like, oh, fucking hell. Like, you know, I know you. You're a celebrity. She's like, oh, fuck off. They're going back to her house. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. So we get back to mine. For context, I live by myself. I have Cosmo, the yep, dog, the dog. Brutal, and I have Harry Potter, the cat. <laughs> I like how she has to specify that she lives by herself because Abby implies that she lives with housemates. I, I don't know if I've got okay. that clip, but she states that she lives with housemates. Okay. Really so okay. it's just like us three chilling in the house. Anyway, this guy comes back to mine and I was like, yeah, fuck, we'll just get it over and done with. Oh, okay. I love that approach. Well, gonna over and over. I'm done with this already. Because I'm a fuck boy. You, you know, just want to have sex and you're like, and you know what, but root and boot, baby. Root and boot, right? Yeah. Okay, so he gets to mine. We start, like, getting down and dirty. He then looks at me and he's like, I'm going to be sick. And I was like, no, you're not. You're not, though. No, you're not. He then goes into my fucking spare bathroom because yeah. I have two bathrooms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> vomits, oh, my God. Vomit. queen. Vomits everywhere. So this guy is so drunk. He needs to be so drunk to get with her. Yeah. Gets back to hers. They're about to bang, and he goes into the bathroom to project our vomits. Project our vomits, yeah. And I would say, at this point, in, like if if this happened to me, get the fuck out. I would just be <laughs> like, okay, that's enough. We're sort of done. Help me. We're gonna go go clean it up. Get out. Call an Uber. 
Uh, as as you know, Kieran, that's that's not what happens. <laughs> Let's go to part two. <laughs> he vomits. He's then like, "I'll be fine." And I was like, "You know to what? To fuck? <laughs> no, you won't." So then you I know was what? like, you "Actually, won't be fine to fuck me because you just you don't want the vomit breath." Well, there's a whole bunch of the Abby's like, "No, fuck off." But Lyra's like, "I don't know. Val, I'm sort of into this. Fine, do some toothpaste. Go with Listerine. We're good to go." Here we go. My walls, my spare bathroom. Me drunk. I was like. Fuck it, I don't care at this point. Get into bed. <laughs> we start having sex. <laughs> Midway. Oh. Oh, I'm gonna be sick. And I was like, oh. get the fuck off me. <laughs> Goes into the spare bed. <laughs> into the spare bathroom. Vomits again. again. At least in the spare one again. At it least gets better. Was no, it damaged. gets better. So so he's so so after I vomit like once and I have my big vomiting thing, I'm done. Like, yeah. I don't need to vomit anymore. I just need water, some. It's a big event, the vomit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After, I'm done. Like, yeah. I, that, that, I'm not get, I'm not into the mood. Like, I, I can't even do like a power vom anymore to get back into it. I used to be as a younger guy. Now it's like, I'm vomiting. I'm going to bed. Yeah. I'm done. You're checked out. Yeah. This one guy here, obviously young, is like, no, I'm still in the game. I'm still in it. Does <laughs> <laughs> it for the second time. Projectile vomits everywhere. Let's go part three. It, oh, this story is amazing. I wake up the next morning. <laughs> my internet goes down. <laughs> Where I live, there is no reception. <laughs> so he couldn't no call reception. Uber. So he couldn't call an Uber. <laughs> so we woke up the next day. It was probably about midday. Woke up and I was like, internet's down. Nothing's happening. Yeah. And he's trying to order an Uber and I was like, I'm fucked like i don't know what's going on what the fuck what the fuck is happening universe what are you doing to me he has no reception i have no phone reception you ready for it Mm. i then had to drive him back to his parents house (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) okay number one i don't care that he lived at his parents house whatever yeah that's fine by me what the the problem is here that you decided to fuck him (laughs) and he's vomited twice he's vomited twice Still stayed at your house. Yeah. There wasn't get the fuck out. No. After the, and, sec- after the second vomit. They woke up. They're waiting there like, oh, I can't get reception. And she, she didn't even go, well, let's clean up the bathroom. You just said, I'm going to drive him home. And he just lives with his parents. No shame in that. Going to save money somehow. We're going to live mm-hmm. re- rent free with those boomers. Um, so the big question is, who is this guy? Because he was apparently a football player. Is it like a footy player, like a footy footy player, or like, a, or is it, or is it like a footy player, like I play for like the local club and I get like, is it a really footy player? <laughs> no, I never kiss and tell. And then Abby comes along, and this is probably my favorite bit of the show. You're still a loser. I feel like um, I'm gonna peer pressure you into telling me, but like you're a loser if you don't tell me. There's so many. <laughs> I've heard uh, 15 and 16-year-old women <laughs> say, girls say that. These people are like in their late, mid to late 20s. If your friends are still saying this sort of stuff. Like, you know, like. Yeah. Or eat, like and, I said. And like, you're a loser? And you're a loser for not telling me who this guy is. Uh, I think you need better friends. Uh, you know? Oh. Your secrets, though, that I refuse to tell you. The TikToker that I fucked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, secrets being spilled. We love Alira. We've got a nightmare fuel. Um, yeah, uh, amazing. 
I can't see why. Now let's go back to this clip here. Uh, here. Hey, Abby. Um, I just want to start by saying I think you are bloody unreal. The way you use your platform and voice to bring attention to such important issues like feminism and the importance of vaccines is just so, so amazing and I admire you so freaking much. Um, anyway. Amazing. Feminism, the empowerment of women. The empowerment of women to get fucked by a random guy, <laughs> have him vomit, choosing that, despite the fact that on the front, oh, I know you from somewhere, so the fuck off. But I fucked him anyway. And then driving him back to his mum and dad's house. You're right. Your wife is the, the embodiment of, of feminism, <laughs> yeah, Church. proper embodiment <laughs> of feminism is my wife. Proper, you know, good citizen, pays her taxes, owns a business, pays people, hires women. Yep. Successful, moral outstanding. Uh, Abby, you are not any... if if. Any sort of embodiment as uh, of feminism at all? You got any clips that I missed? I think play my last one. I Look. can't remember what my last uh, one was. Sounds good. It was like fuck it. I don't care at this point. Get into bed. Ah, <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> so yeah, having yeah. sex. Oh, amazing! I, 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 I love this podcast for all the wrong reasons. Like, it's just <laughs> yeah. like I know, right? It's just like <laughs> so wrong, so wrong the whole time. It's like you listen, you listen to this, and you go. Is this how... I, I was hooked. I've got to admit, I'm fucking hooked. Well, you're going to bring it to the next episode then. Um, I, I was listening and I'm like, do, do people... I, I don't know people that live like this. You know. What, just being like a slut? Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe because I've been in a relationship for, for so long, but I've never even known other people in my life that are like this, where they'll just hook up... Literally, it sounds like they'll just hook up with anybody. No, but they can't. But they can. Well, they at least used to. There was a one stage in all of these women's lives that they just used to go home with anyone. Now, for me, and a very psychoanalytically mm. sort of thing, I would love to talk to them and ask them what their relationship with their father is like, number one. <laughs> yeah, I go very Freudian here, Church. <laughs> I have a feeling that I might be right that their father relationship ain't as good as me and my mm-hmm. dad, right? Uh, uh, well, secondly, let, well let, let's try and get Abby on the show. Oh, I'd love to get I feel Abby like on. it would be a very fun fucking show. It would be great. Uh, it, it, she would absolutely. We herself. both live in Melbourne, so yeah, this should work. <laughs> she would. She, I, I think she was. There would be a stage where she would feel really uncomfortable with the very normal questions because I don't think she can handle normal questions. Like if she was to describe feminism and then I was to play her those clips and then I would go, can you just real, can you just align these two <laughs> things? I think she would have a real struggle. <laughs> like I'm a libertarian, right? And I'm like, yeah, I don't feel like, I feel like we pay too much tax. Very easy to align what I say with what I believe. Yeah. And you know, her going, how is being like a literal cum dumpster? <laughs> And feminism, like, how is that empowering? Because <laughs> it sounds like you're just being filled up with other people's empowerment. <laughs> hey, she can always, uh, she can always come <laughs> and respond to that uh, wedding RSVP. Someone's got to do it. Someone's got to do it. Oh my god, Kieran! Hey, the only last thing of woman bashing that I got—I don't know if I should save it for the next episode, but uh, now I'll save it for next episode. I've got a bunch of white women rapping. <laughs> 
Excellent. <laughs> Save for next episode. That's a sp- that's a teaser for the next episode. Kieran, I think we're going to wrap this one up. You're going to bring in more episodes, uh, uh, clips of this Abby Chatfield. I think it's going to be your new passion, passion project. <laughs> Uh, Kieran, so good to have you back in the, in the studio. studio. And for all you lovely wankers out there, follow us SoundCloud, iTunes, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Spotify. Spotify's a good one. Give us a rating on Spotify. We're into more there. We're, we're past 10. Very exciting. Woo! Very exciting. And ladies and gentlemen, we will see you all next. <laughs>